1: is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
0: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance.
1: X-Insurance.
0: From the Sig sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here.
1: Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark Walters. 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 Not quite. Not
2: quite. We have it covered today. Mark Walters taking a day off here. Yours truly, Andy Hoosier, filling in for Armed American Radio's Daily Defense on what is today? A post Monday celebration? That's right. It's Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, the greatest day of the entire week. Greg down in the Dallas Studios. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Uh I am uh is it Friday yet? That's why I'm doing. That's how I'm doing. Nah, it's close. It's close. The Eternal Optimist here. That is the pre-f is the post monday celebration. And we are, to me, it's greatest day of the week. Got a carpe diem all over this place, right? Uh, I guess. <laughs> Allegedly. I feel bad for Mark not going to get into his story, but uh, not able to make it today. And (laughs) he can tell you the story tomorrow. At least this hour. Yeah, he can get into it tomorrow if he wants to do so. But uh, you're surely tearing it up today.
3: Have you heard heard differently than I have? He said he was going to try to pop in hour two, but we will see. He's got a whole bunch of like a three ring circus going on in his house right now, dealing with insurance, the water break uh, over the weekend. uh, And then, uh, yeah. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. Water breaking, car issues, a couple other. Yeah, things going that's right. On. So the car. Yeah, that's right. So he's dealing with some things. Don't worry. We got it covered for you today, at least for hour number one here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. And we have a lot to talk about. Uh, surprisingly, there's actually some weird stuff in the news for Second Amendment issues. We'll get to all of them in just a second. But I have to start the show off with this. Just as the intro was playing, I told Greg, I said, we, we I have to bring this up. I have to mention this because this is um, grotesquely awesome. All right, if we want to put it that way. So here's how we kick off Armed American Radio on a Tuesday today. Greg, would you spend $11 for a Burger King sandwich that has zero meat because they're going for a vegan thing or something, but has 20 slices of cheese? No. (laughs) No. Why, why, Why not? I mean, it's a cheese sandwich on a burger bun for $11 with 20 slices of cheese. Apparently this is a new burger uh, sandwich burger. It's a sandwich being offered in the Thailand branch of Burger King in the country of Thailand, because they, some of them don't eat meat. They're offering an
3: $11 sandwich. That is 20 slices of cheese. Nothing else in the bread. Did they. Uh, this has to be a Bangkok thing. Uh, I have not seen this on any of the travel blogs that I've, I've been watching because I'm looking at going to Thailand and, uh, Oh uh, yeah! I look at to it. spend a couple of weeks in Thailand. Hopefully, in a couple of months, and um, I I've been researching food, and I have not seen the ultimate grilled cheese sandwich there. That sounds like <laughs> uh, what you're so- describing to me.
2: It maybe, maybe, but it's on the regular hamburger bun that a burger from Burger King would be on. It's just literally twenty slices of cheese they just put in the bun, heated up, and there you go. And for to be honest, bucks.
3: that's not the ultimate cheese grilled cheese sandwich because the ultimate grilled cheese sandwich obviously comes with bacon. So, but
2: ah, see. Yeah. Uh, little voice of reason. My daughter, she's nine now and my wife. They uh, they make me make the ultimate grilled cheese at home because I do the same thing. I put in some bacon or I put in like little slivers of slices of chicken or some pickle. They love the pickles yes. and the seasonings. Tomatoes. And you make it into. Yeah. And then you melt the cheese all around it with like five different types of cheese. I always go. And uh, my little girl, he says that I always get the stinky cheese because I always get the really smelling like yeah. uh, specialty cheeses yeah. for the grilled cheese sandwich. That's how you make a grilled cheese sandwich. This one, I don't know, man, it's just uh like 20 slices of American sliced cheese. The plastic cheese? A bread. Yeah, it's at least that's the picture of it here and uh that's interesting. I don't know that I would do that one.
3: Maybe I'll uh, I'll, I'll give that a try if, when I when I land. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say. So when you go to Thailand, instead of going to the authentic Thailand restaurants, <sighs> you need to go to Burger King and get, <laughs> get yeah, a cheese sandwich.
3: God. And it's funny because um, I'm I'm both looking at Thailand and Philippines uh, for within the next year of travel and. Uh, I'm looking at food at both places and it's very disheartening to see some of the food that they eat, like street foods, because I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'd eat that. And then there's other things where it's like, they got a Burger King there or they got, you know, obviously they got McDonald's, especially if you're close to any of the military bases. Um, but you know, some of the local food out in, you know, out in the cities away from military bases, army bases or not army bases, American bases. Um, yes. you know, everything's a little more americanized around there and so it's it's always interesting to see the interpretations plus the adjustments for cultural norms within the country that they're operating in.
2: That is very true. I like going as authentic, like you said, as possible. So when I go somewhere, then I like to eat what the locals are going. Go off the touristy strips and actually find the little holes in the wall. And uh, that's the way you're supposed to do certain things. So anyways, there you go. Your cheese sandwich of the day. Go and try that one. Go to Burger King and ask for no no meat, just 20 slices of American cheese on the bread or on the bun, heat it up, and charge you 11 bucks for it.
3: You can probably only get that after a 23-hour flight to Bangkok. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. uh, or beforehand maybe it'll clog you up enough to you know deal Ooh, with the flight so. that
3: will last you the entire flight that
2: will last you the entire <laughs> flight there you go you're good all right we got a lot to talk about let's actually talk about some second amendment stuff you can find mark's website of course obviously at armedamericanradio.com radio.com uh, you can find me at who's and check out all my content and uh let's okay here we go I got to brace myself for this one Uh-oh. because this is the uh, yeah. Well, this is the lunacy that we hear from the left all the time, and while it's not surprising, it really is surprising sometimes. But I don't know if you've noticed, Greg. They love. I feel like Kanye West talking about Hitler right now. I love. Uh, I love to watch the left play the victim in society. Yeah, they're really good at it. I like they're the masters. They know how to be offended by everything. It's almost like when you're in a fight with your wife and the wife has to find it, like she's the master of being able to twist anything into. Oh, so you don't like me because or because you, yeah. you don't look at me because, you know, you know, those arguments, always right?
3: Always got to be a fight.
2: Always. There's always. a Well, I mean, when you're in the fighting mood. They're the dominant at it. That's why the tips are always don't fight with the wife and happy wife, happy life, because you don't want to go down that road. The progressives have mastered this skill at being able to play the ultimate victim and promote some type of new world order, universal law, because they cannot stand the concept of individual states. They cannot stand the concept of, Uh, sovereign states. They cannot stand the concept of federalism, which is states having the rights to make their own decisions on many issues. And they're really good at playing dumb. Now, whether they truly are that dumb or whether they're trying to play that certain card, I'm not quite sure, but uh, they've done this with numerous issues. Uh, Obviously the last one being the abortion issue after last year's uh, drop of the Supreme court, when they reversed Roe v. Wade saying that states now have the ability to make their own laws uh, based on their own, Really, prerogative, what they want, whether they want to boost uh, abortions or try and ban abortions at the statewide level. But the states now have the ability to do so. That's led to numerous different abortion battles across the nation. We don't need to go down that road, but it's the same concept here, because now do we need a drum roll. Uh, well, no, because okay. it's so stupid. It's okay. so stupid. But I, I appreciate that. But the here's here's a piece from CNN. And they're playing the same card because I have nothing else to play the victimized card of. I was confused about what the laws were that could have helped me in a situation because there's not a universal law across the entire nation. So, therefore, I don't know what the laws actually are. Ignorance of law this, no excuse. See, that's the thing. And when it comes to Second Amendment issues... I guess that's their next attempt as well. There's not a universal law nationwide, so therefore, I don't know what my state legislature does because my ignorance of not paying attention to my own state government or elected officials uh, therefore means that you should just do it universally so that way I don't have to worry about thinking or actually learn about what's going on in my community. All right. CNN wrote a piece here. Uh, Nobody Here's the headline. Nobody told her about this gun safety measure in her state now wonders if it could have saved her daughter's life. <sighs> oh, man.
3: Yeah, there we go. So, I would like that's... someone to ask her, name the Kardashians. <laughs> can you name the Kardashians? You can, then you should know the law.
2: Yeah. When we co- I know we got to take a break in just about a minute, so I'll read the article when we come back. But if you remember, this is the exact same card they played with the abortion because after the reversal of Roe v. Wade, in the state of Texas – they were losing their minds, saying that there were women that were literally dying in their homes. Because they were sick, they needed an abortion for personal medical reasons and didn't know whether they were allowed to have one or not and therefore did not go to the doctor and therefore were going to die in the streets and die in their own homes because they weren't going to get the medical treatment thinking that they would be in trouble if they went to the doctor having medical issues while they were pregnant. This is the stupid that we get from the media and they ran rampant for months we saw those headlines because there was no universal law to tell everybody that everything was unified under one singular mindset but instead you have to look at it based on the state that you live in and then trying to play dumb saying well you know it's too difficult for me to look up my state regulations because i shouldn't have to do that federal government just tell me what to do this is what the democrats want and what the progressives love and now they're trying to apply that same tactic when it comes to Second Amendment issues, we'll do that when we come back here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
1: The left is comprised of a bunch of mouth breathers that don't know the difference between Thousand Island dressing and a spark plug.
7: Daniel Defense, firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision.
2: Darn right it is. Welcome back into Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters, at least for our number one. Got to jump off and do my program here in just a little bit, which you can find at whosyourreason.com. Also, a little shameless plug here, but we have officially launched our new nationally syndicated program, also distributed through the Salem Radio Network. We appreciate those guys very much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. A two-hour program that broadcasts live on Saturday afternoons across the nation, then stations can pick up and broadcast whenever they want to throughout the weekend, but the weekend edition of The Voice of Reason, and we are rocking and rolling with more affiliates jumping on all the time, and we're going to be doing some big announcements there. So, always fun to jump on this show, though, and talk about some Second Amendment issues. Before we do, though, real quick, Greg, uh, have you joined
3: Threads yet? No. You haven't? No, it's just another platform for me to be kicked off of or (laughs) or (laughs) censored.
2: (laughs) Well, that is true. That is true. Uh, I joined. It was funny. I was like, do I really want to? I don't need another social media site, and right. I'm not going to use it a whole lot. Yeah. But I was like, why not give it a shot? Everybody's talking about it. So I jump on, and the first thing I see was hilarious, was multiple different conservative pundits that were on there complaining about how bad it was. Oh, well. And I was like, well, I guess I'm in the right place. Yep. Then. <laughs> <laughs> So there we are. But you can find me at Who's Your Reason on all my social media, including the threads if you have the new threads, also on Facebook and the Tweety and the Instagram and the TikTok and the Getter and the Two Social and the I don't know everything. Oh wow, you're I
3: on I Getter know. and Truth. I gotta go follow
2: you. I'm, I'm over yeah, there. I'm on all of those. Okay. Yeah, I'm on all of those. I don't use them very often, but I'm there. So all right. So here's the story. Again, the victimization from the left of trying to say, well, the laws change at the federal level. I don't pay attention to local politics or statewide politics. Therefore, I'm a victim because I didn't know about laws that could have potentially helped me or saved my life. They used this argument during the abortion issue. They're now using it again with the second amendment issue. I want to read this story from CNN. And this was posted yesterday, actually, on CNN. Uh, Here's the story from CNN. Vanessa uh, Saldago Her nightmare began on what should have been a regular evening in the spring of last year when she was waiting for her boyfriend to bring back tacos from a fast food restaurant. I love how they set up the scene like they're storytelling here. Yeah. Instead of just giving us news. Just give it to me. Just give me the news, man. Before he arrived at her house in Albuquerque, New Mexico, her 16-year-old daughter Alexa came home and with her out-of-town older sister on the phone dropped a bombshell accusation that the boyfriend that's currently going getting fast food tacos right now a 52-year-old bank manager had molested them both for years stunned seldago <sighs> kicked the the boyfriend Bradley Wallen and her uh, her partner of a dozen years out of the house that night of course weeks later on mother's day wallen took his revenge and gunned down oh. the woman and the 16-year-old cousin And with his nine millimeter outside a party supply store where the two teens were buying Vanessa a card and balloons and then ended up turning the gun on himself. The double murder suicide, some officials say, was a tragic missed opportunity to employ the state's red flag laws, which enables authorities to swiftly and temporarily remove guns from the hands of people who pose a danger and prevent them from purchasing new firearms. Okay. Okay. That being said, can we play a little game here, Greg, on what went wrong in this scenario? Okay. Because I'm pretty sure that being a father of a nine-year-old daughter, she's not 16 yet, but being a uh, father of a nine-year-old, and let's just say that she came home, she came home from college or from high school one day and says, Dad, um, my boyfriend's father molested me. And told me that scenario. Would I just say, hey, break up with the boyfriend and don't see him any longer? Well, <laughs> would that be my response as a father? Uh, is, that, is that all I would do is just be like, yeah, you know, I think you need to break up with the guy.
3: No, no, I don't think so. And uh, if I my, I think my response would steal your thunder here. But uh, I, I'm kind of curious why the cops aren't involved. Well, that's a part of it. That's definitely a part of it, because if I had
2: gotten this story. And, say, and my 16-year-old, 17-year-old daughter came home and said, hey, dad, my boyfriend's father molested me or something of that sort. A close family friend molested me and has been doing it for years. If I found that out, not only would the police be called like you mentioned, but I would also probably be paying them a visit and something else would be said or potentially done that would involve before the police got there. That would be more than just, hey, uh, stay away from the family, and we're not going to see you any longer.
3: Probably, I'm just throwing that out there. Probably need an ambulance to show
2: up to. Probably. So you call the police and say, I need police here and an ambulance. Let's just say that doesn't because I'm not condoning violence here and doing something against the law. So let's just go with your scenario for just a second and say we only called the police Okay. in that situation. If this is a girl who says that the boyfriend of her mom has been molesting her for years and she's now 16 years old and admits this, And they call the police. What would happen in that situation, Greg? Because I'm pretty sure that if that were the scenario, not only would the individual be arrested Mm -hmm. and therefore he would not have access to the firearm, Mm -hmm. he would also probably have a restraining order put on him to not go near the family in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And in that situation, he's already registered in law enforcement's database, which means if there is a red flag law in the state, don't you think that would already take effect automatically by a guy who sexually molested a girl for years and the sister for years and is being kicked out of the house and has a restraining order. Do you think that a red flag law, if it's in place there for the state would automatically take effect and they would go and take his firearm or make sure he's not going to do any harm. Wouldn't that be kind of a default thing going on here as opposed to, I didn't know there was a red flag law. I missed an opportunity here. Now my, daughter and her cousin are both dead and it's because i didn't know the laws because i'm a victim because we don't have universal red flag laws
3: well there's a lot going on here and i uh, depending on the city that this occurred in he may not be out of jail uh if this is a uh multi-year well he killed himself after he shot the two girls well here's the thing he gets arrested he gets booked he gets arraigned they determine bail if he can afford bail, he gets bailed out. If they decide he might be a flight risk or a danger, they don't bail him out. But if it's a big city, like a big blue city, he's most likely out same night. Uh, and now do they follow through with the rest of these, um, uh, this, uh, w- with the rest of the laws, the red flag law and, and, and search and seizure of firearms and stuff after obtaining a warrant and whatnot to go into his home? Uh, yeah, that probably happens pretty quickly. Uh, but my thing is, is yeah, there there should have been some kind of something going on here. It also appear uh, occurs to me that he could have possibly have had his entire life and career destroyed because this girl's lying and she he didn't touch the girl at all. They're just they didn't like the guy and wanted the mother to break up with him or the was this the sister or the mother? I forget.
2: Yeah, it was. Well, it was the daughter and her sister that was on the phone that both acknowledged that they had. So both they were been telling molested. their mom.
3: Yeah. So they were yes. telling their mom. So, you know, this there's a whole lot that's missing out of this article that has me questioning a lot of things.
2: A lot of things. Well, let's break some of that down when we come back here. I know we got to take a break in just a second. So uh, did the situation be handled correctly? And does a red flag law or a victim status actually get played into the scenario? We'll do that when we come back here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Stay right here.
0: To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at markatarmedamericanradio.org, markatarmedamericanradio.org, and together we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at markatarmedamericanradio.org.
6: That's markatarmedamericanradio.org.
0: Following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome
2: back to the show. Indeed, it's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. I am in desperate need of some Defender Coffee today, man. I have been dragging all day. I think it's just because, you know, it's the first week back after the holiday. So it's kind of a daunting task to look at an entire five-day, six-day work week and be like, hey, welcome to day number two. I mean, I'm excited. I enjoy it. But, man, I don't know what it is. I've been lagging all day. Maybe it's the heat. I do not do well in the heat. When I was down at the southern border a couple weeks ago in McAllen, Texas, it was uh, over a hundred degrees for sure, and I I struggled. Got to be honest, I struggled. It was I do not do well in the heat. What I, I? mean, Greg, you you live in Texas. You're uh, used to it, aren't you?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm actually uh, uh, I'm I'm pretty tan after working out in the sun all last week uh, while I was on vacation. Oh, okay. The outdoor work. Yeah, I was standing I do out that and, when it's. I, I was standing I, out in hundred degree weather, uh, just staining uh, fence pickets for a future uh, uh, raised bed planter. Oh, well, that's always fun, too. I, that is necessary. I
2: wait until it's about 8 o'clock at night to go mow the yard because I don't want to do it when it's hot outside. And I'm hoping that by then it'll cool down just enough to where I can survive. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. All right. So we have a CNN post here that was posted yesterday. And we were we were talking off the air a little bit about some of the writers of this on where they're getting this information and how they're even coming up with this ridiculous point of if we don't have federal laws that are universal across the entire nation to make it very simple. I mean, this plays into the whole idea that Joe Biden thinks that everybody just wants the government to take care of us, right? He just wants everybody to be taken care of by the federal government. Most people,
0: the vast majority of Americans are hoping that their government just takes care of the problem and they don't have to think about it in detail at the kitchen table or at the dinner table. And that's understandable no matter what their background. But right now, it's confusing. There's a war in Ukraine, and they're scratching their heads like, what the heck is Russia doing? Should we be helping? They think we should be helping the innocent Ukrainians. But what impact does that have? What impact does that have? We're so confused,
2: Greg. We don't know what's going on in the world. We just want the government to take care of things for us the way we don't have to worry about them in our daily lives. And this is the mindset that they're using to attack numerous different issues on a grand concept, one of the greatest concepts that we could have, known as federalism, allowing states to have the majority of the power and then defer a few of the rights from the sovereign individual state to a federal government to create a national identity known as the United States of America. But because we're starting to see that push back down to statewide influence, a statewide uh, focus and centralization of power, Back at the local levels, Democrats don't like that because that goes against their agenda of centralized socialist uh, uh, power. And now they're going after the Second Amendment. So according to this article, now, we don't know anything about this Vanessa lady. We don't know whether she was politically active at all. We don't know whether she was engaged in issues at all. We don't know anything about her other than her daughters came to her, one in person, one over the phone, And said that the boyfriend that she had had for years, a 52-year-old bank manager, had been molesting both of the daughters for years. She didn't call the police. She didn't take matters into her own hands. She didn't do anything, according to this article, than just kick the dude out of the house. That led to, weeks later, him shooting the daughter and her cousin at a store and then turning the gun on himself uh, for a double murder-suicide, which according to CNN, could have been prevented if she had only known about the red flag laws in the state of New Mexico to allow them to take that firearm away when uh, he left the house. Greg, there's a lot, like you said, going into the break. There's a lot of missing
3: spots in this story, is there not? It's very spotty, and it's, it's a timeline, like I said, during the break when you and I were talking while the commercials were running, this sounds like an AI generated story. I mean, yeah, the people that wrote it are real, but I don't, th- I mean, I'm very suspect of the actual story being legitimate in itself because there's so much that's missing from it. There's no details about law enforcement involvement outside of, Oh, I need red flag laws. I didn't know about these laws. Well, I mean, yeah, that's someone complaining. It's essentially advocating for more red flag laws in, in the form of a story written by CNN. It's probably fake news, probably a fake story to begin with. But let's go with Ooh. it. Let's yeah, go let's, with it and act like it's real, because you know. Yeah, let's go into a, a land That's of a great point, a land of make believe. If we can imagine it,
2: <laughs> imagine if you're right. I mean, it makes sense. You
3: are I mean, fake news. So we
2: have now. So here's the question. This is going to be a new game. I think that Mark can start on the program, <laughs> and I might have to do that on my show as well. Here's the question: Is with how bad journalism is in the days in today's age, that is the story written by AI? Or CNN? Oh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: wow.
3: That could be a great game. Oh, we've got to change up the, uh, is it real or is it Memorex? And we've got to change it up to, is it AI and is it CNN? Ooh, see, all right. So I'm going to continue with the story
2: and see what else they have to say here, because That's where we ended the story. It was done, boom, if she only would have known her daughter would still be alive and the gun could have been taken away from the individual because New Mexico has red flag laws, but the nation doesn't, so therefore she didn't know anything. Continuing with the story, the CNN Review... The CNN review of red flag laws identified major obstacles, even in states that have embraced them, like resistant law enforcement officers, stickler judges, and a general lack of awareness and education have hindered the effectiveness of such gun safety measures that experts say can save lives. Mm. Perhaps the starkest example of the unfulfilled promise of red flag laws in New Mexico where two mass cover they have to put this in two mass shootings in May left a total of six people dead and eleven wounded. Since its enactment in 2020, New Mexico's red flag law has been invoked less than 35 times. Oh my, people don't know about it. Apparently, watching it in the media that the state legislature passed red flag laws and you know have that ability to do red flag laws uh, has not been invoked because people just don't know about it. If we could only do it at the federal level so the government can take care of things. And we don't have to worry about these issues because it's so confusing. If we could just let the elites handle it for us, Greg, We don't have to worry about it and can go about our daily lives. and know that we're safe under the safety net and security of government regulation.
3: Exactly. Nothing like the all-seeing eye of Sauron in Washington, D.C., looking over the nation as it it sleeps at night and, and keeping you safe under a protective blanket of security with no liberty. How about that? It's wild. You know, we, have, this been, is, we have been pushing for uh, national laws. It's called national reciprocity. And we also have one more national law that matters. It's called the Second Amendment, idiot. If you need to know anything about your local state, do your own research.
2: Yeah. Well, they don't understand that. I mean, we're seeing cities, obviously, that pass good ordinances all the time, don't we? I mean, we saw uh, cities, New York and Chicago, and Washington, D.C. In fact, a new law that just passed with the city council. And here's another fun one if you want to complicate the situation even more. Indianapolis Council, just as of today, posted this article of them passing within city limits of Indianapolis by an 18-5 to vote from the city council to try and pass more gun control measures. Here's the kicker. They passed the law, but it can't take effect because under state law, They're not allowed to pass any gun ordinances at a citywide level. So (laughs) Indiana doesn't allow them to pass the measure, but yet they passed it, but it can't take effect because it violates state law, and therefore it's not active. So you want to talk about confusing the general public. Mm. Try to pass a law when it doesn't even do anything because state law preempts it and doesn't allow it to actually do anything at all. They just do it because of a political motive trying to say that they've, quote-unquote, done something.
3: Yeah, we talked about this yesterday on the show with the local mayor trying to pass these leg- this legislation just to restrict guns. It's ridiculous.
2: I don't – I mean, if you want to confuse people, that's the way to do it. And you're right. Here's ways that we can make it – non-challenging or non-complicated national reciprocity for you to be allowed to carry your concealed weapon anywhere you want to across the nation and not have to worry about whether you're allowed to do so or not or whether you're going to get in trouble or not go to jail have your gun confiscated get your license revoked whatever these concerns actually are and know that if someone does try to attack you you have the right to defend yourself period end of story like this woman that could have. Uh, grief of losing her daughter and her cousin if they would have taken that measure and defended themselves the proper way. One more segment coming up right around the corner. Stay
0: here. MyLocalGunShop.com, a website for gun buyers that gives you direct access to verified gun shops, their inventory, and more, regardless of your location. There are no accounts and zero fees. If you are an FFL, you can upload thousands of items within minutes, giving all Americans access to your entire inventory for one simple flat rate. MyLocalGunShop.com, an innovative new way for gun buyers and verified FFLs to connect online. Visit MyLocalGunShop.com today.
4: The long-awaited six-hour P365 Chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry with an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10 round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SIGSOUR.com for the new P365 380
7: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now back to the show.
2: Back to the show, indeed. Last segment here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense Hour, number one. You can find more information with Mark at armedamericanradio.com. You can also find us armedamericannews.org, and check that out. You can find my show at hoosierreason.com. No I in the hoosier, H-O-O-S-E-R, reason.com. You can also follow all of my social media sites that are at the same handle at hoosierreason on all the aforementioned social media sites, which are way too many to try and take, uh, take care of and handle on a daily basis right Greg I oh, yeah. I despise social media and it's very difficult to stay on the up and up and with like 13 different social media sites I just don't have time to take care of them all
3: I I just you know there's there's traffic on some that's interesting and then there's traffic on others that's interesting and it's like you know the the social media war is going to come down to me just deleting all of my accounts This <laughs> is going back to I think to, that's a lot of people are doing Yeah just send I, me a, a snail mail let's do that yeah, see,
2: send me an email, you know, write it with Quail, ink and and send it to me by bird. I will be completely content with that. And you know what? Maybe we're going to go back to that after the EMP, because apparently the world's going to end soon, and China or Russia or somebody's going to blast off an EMP, and we're not going to have to worry about anything. So, I mean, I guess that simplifies our life a little bit, right? Uh,
3: you are correct, you know. And uh, do you know how many people would die within the first, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes of an EMP attack? Well, they
2: wouldn't have their access to their OnlyFans or Instagram account.
3: Well, there's ads. There are those people. They would have a a literal heart attack.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would be quite okay with it, honestly. But I tell you what, I was actually we were just talking off the air about AI a little bit ago. I had a guest on my show yesterday that talked about AI and how important it is for us to be part of that conversation With the designing and the progression of artificial intelligence, and he's right, and I completely agree and see what he's saying that conservatives were always so late to the game on this new technology because we fight it, we complain about it. If it's not fixed, if it's not broken, don't fix it. We like our lives the way it is, we don't need more technology, and we resist it as long as possible until it's already here, it's already established, the rules of the game have already been set. Then we show up and there's no place for us because we see the censorship we see this, the the uh, the blocking of we see the algorithms we see the shadow banning and then we're not a viable player in the game as opposed to being part of the system being part of the designing and the progression of to where we can actually make sure and protect ourselves moving forward with the new technology i understand that point and it kind of changed my mind on it i'm totally okay if technology went away but it makes sense when he's like, "Yeah, maybe we shouldn't resist it until we can't resist it any longer mindset anymore."
3: Yeah, and the problem that uh, conservatives also have with a uh, with a lot of the technology issues is there's just not a lot of conservatives in technology, and I know there are, but I know there's n- it's not as Im- abundant. It's like Hollywood where the conservatives that do exist in technology are you know they're they're quiet about it, and a lot yeah. of the people well, that a lot of they're people, the ones
2: late to the game. They're the ones making the Getter and the OurFreedomBook.com. dot com and these are other like off you know parlor and offset social media sites, which are decent, but they're not the big mainstream ones because they're just mimicking what things have already been done and they're late to the game. And people are like, "Why even join these? Like, we need to be the forefront leaders on this
3: stuff." Yeah, there there definitely needs to uh, needs to be an option. That's why. Um, you know, there's a, an alternate to Amazon out there called Public Square that is uh, an app that is uh, why do business with companies that hate you? And they try to focus on American values and American um, ideas and their businesses that support that. So if you're wanting to support like co- conservative co- uh, businesses, uh, the Public Square is a good spot to start if you're trying to get away from Amazon or eBay because they're just essentially liberal-run uh, businesses uh, and they support yep. liberal causes. You know you got those options where you can find businesses in your local area that uh you know have that have signed up with public square it's a relatively small platform currently but they have it's currently growing at an exponential rate uh I've seen the guy interviewed a couple of times and so those things are out there but when it comes to creating um things like myspace and Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that that's Typically more in the creative wheelhouse, not in the conservative blue-collar wheelhouse uh, or the white-collar wheelhouse where you know people that are sitting around at home on their uh, on their computers just thinking, man, I wish I could just kind of come up with a, some way where everybody can link together. It, it, I don't know if you're old enough to remember or not, but when um, Facebook first became a thing, it was essentially for colleges only, and it was more or less like an online yearbook. And uh, and you had to have a college I.D. or a college uh, I.D. number so that you could log in and you could then, you know, interact on Facebook. And it really, really became a thing when he went public with it and opened it up to everybody in like 2006 or seven. That's when I got on Facebook and uh, it's just become what it's become lately. Yeah, it's just
2: blown up all over the place. Yeah, we have to be at the forefront of these conversations. And to tie it into the Second Amendment, does it relate to? Mark always says absolutely it does, because as technology continues to grow, we're already starting to see the repercussions of what's going to happen to 2 a issues if we're not part of this conversation. As soon as you mention a firearm, you get banned or shadow banned or blocked off of social media, especially Facebook and Google and YouTube and Amazon. Uh, if we start consolidating and going towards more digital uh, currencies, whether it's the uh, home, uh, uh, the, the digital currency, the CBDC, whatever it's. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Or even whether it's credit cards through Amazon or other banks, they're already starting to block the purchase and transaction of firearms, especially if you're trying to purchase them online. If we don't get with the times here, there will be no websites for the ability for us to purchase firearms or firearm accessories or ammunition or anything online in any way, shape or form with the push for ESG. And artificial intelligence, there will be no future opportunity for us to purchase. They won't repeal the Second Amendment. They will just make it obsolete by getting rid of the ability for us to do these things. As technology grows and the social credit score and the control from the government and the intelligence continues with their oversight on the entire industry, it will wipe away and erase the Second Amendment and make it completely obsolete without even having to touch the Constitution that's why we need to be part of these conversations.
3: Yeah, and I think um, it's very important for us to stay uh, engaged in government uh, and to stay engaged in American conservative values, which which essentially founded this country. You mean and, know about laws? Yeah, exactly. Know, know about the laws in your local state. How about that? <laughs> and it's important for— That way you know if there's red flag laws? Yeah, there you go. So you know if there's national reciprocity or not. But you know it's important for us to stay engaged that way because that's where the rubber meets the road, and for us to engage. And fortunately, I think a lot of Gen Zers are going to be conservative leaning, uh, and they are techies, and they are they're in the tech world, and so I think we have a little bit of uh, a a relief there. But I think um, the 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 more that conservatives can get engaged in with businesses that support conservative values, Second Amendment, freedom of speech, and you know all that. Um, that we can continue to fund these enterprises so that they can continue to lobby for natural rights and our con- constitutional rights and to hopefully keep America, America.
2: They say that that generation could potentially be more conservative than the baby boomers and the great generation that came out of World War II because they're watching what my stupid generation has done and the one right behind me and looking and saying, What are you guys doing? And if that's the case, we have an opportunity to bring back a lot of these rights, continue the movement we're seeing right now with the focus on federalism and states' rights, and then being able to uh, bring back some of the Second Amendment issues as well. But- that does it for us today, man. I'm going to go and read up on my state laws so I know when I can call and get my red flag protections. There you say. go. There so, you go. There we go. Greg, appreciate it very much, my friend. No problem. I'll be back at it again here soon with Mark. Until then, as Mark always says, carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We'll see you on the radio.